0: Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, The Diamond Room, and Comfort King. And you are listening to Calling All Sports on 15 stations in three states. We've been doing this since May 3rd, 2010. That was the day before my birthday, so it's really easy for me to remember what our, our anniversary is. We're going... It's been 13 and a half years already. And, uh, I, I had somebody yesterday ask me, one of my coworkers at Dakota News Now, as we were driving up to Brookings to do all of our live shots, he goes, uh, are you still going to do the radio show after you're done with TV? It's like I laughed. I went, uh, yeah, uh, I'm planning on doing the radio show until I can't anymore. As long as we've got, um, you know, as long as we've got sponsors and people still want to hear the show. Absolutely. I love this. I mean, where else can you talk for 20 minutes to Stig and, and none of it's edited. It's all live. That's the beauty of this. That's what I enjoy so much about this show. It's, it's conversations. It's not little snippets of interviews. It's conversations. And our next conversation is with, uh, the, a, a real busy dad, Brendan Riley joins us and Wednesday he was in Lincoln for the incredible uh, and we'll talk about that. That's really what I wanted to talk about that. But the bi- incredible 92,003 attendance record, which was set for the volleyball game at Memorial Stadium with the uh, Huskers taking on Omaha. But, you know, hopped in the car and drove to, uh, drove to Iowa where Reagan, his other daughter, is playing for South Dakota State. And she's got a match coming up in uh, less than a half an hour. Uh, so I'm guessing you're getting some frequent flyer driver miles here, Brendan.
1: Yeah, frequent driver miles for sure. Hi Mark, uh, just, uh, thankfully this morning Tiffany, my wife Tiffany drove so I can get some work done in the car because, you know, that, that little pain in the butt work gets in the way sometimes of all this fun.
0: Well, they know where you're at at work. It's kind of hard for you to pretend you're sick, right?
1: Yeah. and that- with with your intro, I just want to say congrats, and I know you well enough, and you know me well enough to know we both have a face for radio, so it's good you're going to keep doing the radio and the TV done.
0: Well, we'll see how long that's going to be, but uh, <laughs> yeah, th- this is going to last a while, so uh, glad we could connect. I was actually planning on going up to Lake Madison this weekend, but I I may have to hang out with the Corys, because the Ovendons and the Rileys, who live two houses apart, are both out of town, so I, I just don't know how much fun it's going to be on Labor Day without you guys there.
1: Well, my boat has been sitting there unused for a while, so if you get up there, you're more than welcome to take it out and work out the cobwebs a little bit.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, you, you volunteered, so I'm not responsible for whatever happens. <laughs> um, Wednesday night, oh, yeah, first of all, the fact that Bergen's getting a chance to start, as a freshman, a true freshman, in fact, left school uh, early at O'Gorman. She graduated; it graduated last December, and and took off for Nebraska to get more acclimated with the program more quickly. But you got to be awfully proud of the fact that she's gotten a chance to play right away as a freshman. She's just the second freshman setter in the history of the program to start.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Um, I mean, you know how it goes. Proud dad. You know, no matter what, whatever they do, but you know, just seeing the work she's put in, and the time she's put in, and the sacrifices she's made, and now it's you know paying off is just—it's just great to see it all come together. And it is uh, certainly prideful and humbling that she has the opportunity and is you know taking advantage of it.
0: Well, clearly, she made the right choice. Because uh, if anyone doubted the amount, because I, I had a couple of people in the newsroom say, well, why are they doing this at Nebraska? Are they good in volleyball? Like, yeah. I mean, they, they weren't people that follow the sport. And it's like, yeah, they've won five national titles. Uh, clearly, Cornhusker fans are looking for something to rally their excitement around, too, with the football team struggling for so many years in a row. Uh, but but that it's such a logical choice to be able to go... Close to home like that—that's the beauty. Is uh, I remember when Ashley Peterson was playing way back when for Roosevelt. She went all the way to Penn State um, at the time. That felt, but that was the main, that was the best program in the country. And now for Bergen to be able to stay closer to home—that's great for her and great for you.
1: Yeah, we're incredibly fortunate because you know with with the options she had, um, you know, it could have been a lot further away. But uh, not only to pick. You know, in Nebraska, which you know, Lincoln being a little over three hour drive for us, but also to be in the Big Ten where we can make it to quite a few you know, Big Ten arenas through a drive. You know that's just it's just great. So it was uh, it was a no brainer, like they say there. There's no place like Nebraska, and it's it's true. Once once you're there in the mix, it's hard to argue that that uh, there is no place like Nebraska. And Wednesday night showed it.
0: Where did you go to college?
1: I went to college at. Buena Vista in Storm Lake, Iowa, and then I went to law school at Creighton. So I uh, I get a lot of grief from I I bled blue for a long time with <laughs> Creighton, and I still do. I, I love Creighton basketball. I I still love Creighton, but uh, I I admittedly, and, and the Nebraska coaches know this. I was not a Nebraska fan. I, was, I you know, I've been a Notre Dame football fan. So when when Bergen was Offered and we had their recruiting visits. I I told them, I said, I'll, I'll wear Nebraska gear, but it's going to specifically say volleyball on it. (laughs) And and I've already buckled with that. It's hard not to get ingrained in the whole, whole universal painful loss for the football team last night, but, um, at least, at least we got volleyball still.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, if, if ever, if ever there was a doubt the other, the other night, Wednesday night with 92,003 fans at that game, that had to seal the deal. You are a Nebraska volleyball fan for life, regardless of whatever else happens. No,
1: no doubt about it. You know what I've been trying to describe it, and you know for anybody that asks, is you know you have big events like this, and rarely do things like this live up to the hype. And um, not only did this live up to the hype, it really exceeded it. I mean, the whole day was just fantastic. I mean, uh, the lead in at a you know Adidas. Pepper Alley early on, you know, tailgating. The city basically shut down. It's a Wednesday afternoon, and it felt like a Saturday. Um, you know, the school was closed, businesses closed to allow for parking. Um, yeah, ninety-two thousand fans show up, and it was just, it was just a party. It was so great. Uh, and was, of all the things that could have went wrong, everything, uh, as far as I could tell, went off without a hitch.
0: So, what was it like being there? And- it's a volleyball. It's not a football game. It's a little volleyball court. You know what I mean? I mean those players yep. look like ants to the people sitting in the upper deck. Because I've I've gone up like at the Metrodome, for example, when the Celtics played there. Uh, we had pretty good seats. We were sitting right behind the Celtics bench because I, you know, I knew all the media guys and they got me good seats. But I also climbed up into the the upper deck to see what it looked like, and I was like, why would you buy a ticket? To sit that far away. Well, it was just to say you were there, since Kevin McHale and Larry Bird were there, and I'm guessing it was kind of the same way at at the game on Wednesday night. But what was the feel like? Because I know you had good tickets.
1: Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, we know people, so we were, you know, we were on the field, on the baseline, and bleachers. But um, you know, we said the same thing, you know, as Paris. Like, there's a lot of logistics that go into this, and a lot of people that you know, took the day off from work traveled to lincoln you know parked in parking lots that were 30 minutes away and hopped on a shuttle bus to get down there and then had to you know wait for that bus to get them back after so i mean they were committed to going to this and you're right a lot of people probably didn't have very good seats and very good good view but the really cool part was that didn't damper the spirits i mean there was energy in the stadium all night like we kind of thought all right, this could probably lose its Steve in a hurry if it's not a competitive match, if all you know, these people are you know, far away and can't really see. But it, I mean, it was electric in there all night, no matter what. I mean, as you said, people showed up, cause, and they knew what they were getting into, but they still wanted to show up and be part of it. And they came out and drove and really brought the energy. It was really cool.
0: Well, and to be part of a world record, too. Uh, yeah. it broke the record by about 350 fans, uh, that had been, uh, at a soccer game in Barcelona, Spain, not too terribly long ago, but just, I would think just to say you were part of something like that is probably a, a motivating factor too.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, you know, we had a bunch of friends and family that showed up and, and we joked. So, so some names you'll recognize. Uh, you know, Mary Beth and Randy Ronsick joined us, and, and Shane McKay, our other friend, among others. So, we joked that those three alone put it over the top. They were the three that made it, you know, 92,003 to make it look legit, as opposed to a straight 92,000 where everybody would think it looked fishy. So, it was it was really fun all around.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool. So, uh, hasn't Nebraska sold out something like 310 or something like that straight? Volleyball matches, which, and we're talking what, 15,000? Uh, no,
1: uh, 8,500. 8,500, so okay. Still impressive, but they, 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 uh, they lead the country in attendance year after year, and, and they play in the, the, the Devaney Center, which, you know, you might remember is the yep. old basketball arena before PBA was built. So when, you know, PBA was built and, and men's basketball moved to PBA, then, you know, it just became a volleyball only facility. So it's, it's eighty five hundred, and the remarkable part is, um, it's I, I don't. They just added some seats. I would say that it's just under eight thousand seats, and then there's some standing room only. Well, you can't you can't get a ticket, so you can't get a general admission ticket for for individual games. About two hundred standing room only seats go on sale at the beginning of the year, but everything else is either you know committed, or it's a season ticket. So there's the whole arena. Plus about two to three hundred standing room only tickets are season ticket holders that, um, show up day in and day out. It's just, it's an incredibly impressive environment. It's, uh, you know, it's equated to, you know, Michigan football or, you know, Duke, North Carolina basketball game where you just got 8,500 showing up every game and, and bringing it, bringing the energy. It's so awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, Nick and, and Allie and the girls, I brought them down to the Iowa, Nebraska basketball game in the spring. Where Caitlin Clark was playing for Iowa, and they were uh, they were trying to they were trying to set a record for uh, women's basketball attendance that day, and I think they did. Um, it, it's pretty hard to, for people that aren't part of Husker Nation. I think it's kind of hard to understand how incredibly passionate they are for all sports. It's not just football, even though Nebraska has always been thought of as a football, you know, school. It, it's not just that. I mean, it, you're seeing that firsthand with volleyball.
1: Yeah, with volleyball and women's basketball. I mean, you know, Nebraska is incredibly supportive of the women's sports, and um and yeah, to, to your point, and, and you know this, but I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and um you know have friends and family still back there, and they knew I moved to the Midwest, and and you know when they see. You know, on Facebook or otherwise, just acquaintances—not necessarily family. But acquaintances that see Bergen committed to Nebraska to play volleyball. They're like, "Oh, well, she's staying in the Midwest." They don't quite grab the concept of how big a deal it is. You know, those folks would say, "Well, you know, why didn't you go to Notre Dame or why didn't you go to UCLA?" Like, you know, the schools they hear about. And I'm like, "Well, because Nebraska's got five national titles, which is number four in the country right now, and Notre Dame volleyball is not really on the map." So, you know it's hard to explain just how big a deal it is until you're in it
0: well i do know that that bergen texted me after the game the other night and said it was the greatest night ever and uh, she's kind of low key i mm. i i think i compare her to my son nate who i don't know how well you've gotten to know nate but he's kind of low key and if he says something like that i know it was extra special so i'm guessing it's kind of the same way with her
1: yeah, Bergen's pretty chill. She doesn't get too high and get too low. So when, when she was giddy after and, and talking our ears off about how cool it was, then you know it's something special because, uh, you know, she's, she's not aloof, but she's, you know, she's pretty quiet. She's pretty chill and, uh, like I said, doesn't get, uh, too high or too low, but she definitely, you know, she definitely enjoyed the experience and, and, asked her what you know. What she did with the coaches and and what we asked her to do and that is just you know soak it all in and enjoy every moment and i think all those girls did they had an absolute blast
0: well i'm i'm not going to ask you how she felt about it i'm going to ask her we're hopefully going to get her on next week when practice allows but uh i'm guessing that attitude that that personality helped her thrive in that situation too because it would have been pretty easy to sort of crumble a little bit in front of 92,000 fans. It it could have been very overwhelming.
1: Yeah, you know, um, and you, you've you had this discussion with her, and it, you see know, that it's always weird saying when you're talking about your own kid. Um, so t- take it for what it's worth, but Bergen mentally is just, just a little different. Like she she's always said that she'd rather be in an arena with 25,000, you know, enemy fans, you know, screaming against her then sitting in an empty arena playing. So she, she thrives on just the energy and, uh, she, I think you might have saw, you know, Coach Cook likened her to Bud Crawford, the boxer, that she's a silent assassin. And I thought it was hilarious and I loved it and I, you know, thought it was great. And, and Tiffany, you know, my wife or mom was like, Oh my God, they, they're they calling our little girl an assassin. I don't like that. But, right. So we had a little split in the family of whether that was a compliment or not, but, uh, I certainly took it as a compliment. And Bergen, um, you know, jokingly said, yeah, that's not the first time I've heard somebody call me that. So they're probably right.
0: <laughs> you tell Tiffany that I, I think it's a great compliment too. So, but I can understand a mom being a little protective of her daughter. So that's right. Uh, all right. So you're in Iowa. Where Reagan's getting ready to play here in about fifteen minutes. How exciting is that? You you can still wear blue.
1: Yep, absolutely. You know, we we just rolled in and you know we're we're kind of uh, you know divide and conquer for the whole season. But like we say, these are these are some good problems to have. That you know, two kids are doing what they love and and we get to enjoy it. So you know, we we stayed in Lincoln. Uh, yesterday and just worked, worked from, worked from Lincoln and, and drove over here to Iowa City this morning. Just pulled in, you know, about 20 minutes ago and teams warming up and we're getting ready for a fun weekend here in Iowa City with the Jackrabbits. So, um uh, you know, Reagan's having a blast. The, the, the Jacks have a young team. They got, you know, six freshmen and a transfer. And so it's a pretty much a revamped roster. And so it, it, these, these early season games are going to be important to kind of gel and have things come together.
0: Yeah, they lost a couple of really good players to Crystal Burke in particular to graduation, but uh, so she's she's enjoying the move. I I I think Dan's doing some great stuff with the program.
1: Yeah, she uh, you know you know she started at NDSU and and got to play and, and played well and didn't, things didn't really work out wasn't quite what you know she wanted and transferred to SDSU and you're not only you know volleyball wise but school and. For everything else about it has been just great you know she's she's enjoying brooking she's enjoying the team and the coaches and it's just just been a good move all around and and of course it's great for us because she's that much closer and easier for us to get to games and travel around so it's been been a wonderful move all around uh
0: how often have you pinched yourself here uh with you know because as a dad you just don't know what's going to happen with your kids you provide them opportunities and you try to raise them right, and then to see them turn out the way they have for you, that you and Tiffany both, you both have to be pretty excited and proud that uh, the girls are doing so well.
1: Yeah, I made a smart move and married well. And then, uh, you know, growing up, uh, Tiffany and I were both basketball players, and the girls, you know, started as, you know, basketball as their first love and, and volleyball was secondary. And and the beauty of it is it just kind of evolved where, you know, they on their own figured out that volleyball was their sport. And, you know, we always said, we're not going to push you or make you do anything, but if you're going to do it, you got to do something. And, you know, we're not going to make you go, but if you're going to do it and we're going to support you in doing it and travel all over, then it better be you driving the bus and not us. And and they do. I mean, it's obviously they, they got to this level because they put the time in and worked hard and love it.
0: Yeah, cause when, when I, when I, uh, when I come up to visit Nick in the summer and I look over, they're almost always out in the yard, uh, just hitting the, the volleyball back and forth to each other. I, I find that hysterical.
1: Yeah, see, so, you know, if they're past that, if they're sitting around talking like, well, if we're going to hang out and talk, we might as well do something with it. And so they just pepper and it just, I mean, it, it's kind of like, you know, when I was a kid, you know, we'd shoot hoops, you know, that's what we do. Well, that's right. their version of shooting hoops. Hard, hard to, hard To pull together a pickup volleyball game, so they just kind of do what they can, and that you know, they'll say it you know, through COVID and everything, they the, the, the biggest benefit they had was each other. You know, they had each other that they could pepper when everybody else was stuck at home, they get to you know still practice with each other, so it worked out well for them.
0: Well, it's good they're such good friends, too. That that plays a big role in life. As when they're little, they may not have gotten along that well, but the thing I've found is as, as, as they get older, they they truly become best friends and that's that's wonderful.
1: They, they truly are each other's biggest supporters, which which is good because you know, it, it, it especially for Ray. I mean Reagan just, you know, an excellent role model, excellent big sister, and you know, Bergen, whenever she can gives credit to Ray Bergen's a volleyball player and a setter because Reagan is a volleyball player and a setter, there's no doubt about it. And um yeah, and you can see things could go crossways. You got you know, competitive kids so, you know they were teammates and it was great and you know they, they they're both successful in their own right but you know you know obviously Bergen gets a ton of attention and um, and Reagan's right along with everyone giving her that attention so it's uh, you know as, as parents that's probably the most prideful we are is that um, they're a really good kids. I think you know you see people say it and, and so it's not just us patting ourselves on the back it's always the best compliment when we hear that not only are they good athletes but they're better people and that's that's beautiful to hear as a parent
0: all right i hear the horn blowing you better get going uh thanks for your time and uh have a great labor day weekend brendan riley our guest thanks mark you bet all right we're uh just about done for the week we'll be right back orthopedic pain shouldn't disrupt every part of your life For that extra special gift, look no further than the diamond room. Justin Shadow and his staff will make the entire experience an enjoyable one. We've been helping customers for almost three decades, and Alone Spectre has actually been in the business much longer than that. We have the largest selection of loose diamonds in the region. We also have two in-house goldsmiths and two graduate gemologists on staff. Visit the Diamond Room at 3501 West 57th Street Sioux Falls or call 605-362-0008 for an appointment. Or you can Three, or go to BillionAuto.com fleet. Most of the time, you don't give your garage door a second thought until it doesn't open or close. That's where Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls comes in. Our service professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you have a garage door emergency, we'll be there. And we're here for preventative maintenance, too. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Ashley's Labor Day Sale is your last chance to save big on summer's top styles. Don't miss your choice at DoorBusters for only $5.98, thousands of in-stock items, and for a limited time. Take your purchase home with no interest for 60 months. Find well-rounded sleep starting at $2.99 with Ashley Sleep, plus with summer coming to a close. Save hundreds on select outdoor furniture. Don't miss these hot Labor Day buys, only at Ashley. Financing is available with approved credit on qualifying purchases. Ask store for details. I'm Brian Corey of Corey Insurance. And I'm Sheldon Koski. We've been working together for over 30 years. My dad, Randy Corey, started the business and we've been taking care of all our customers insurance needs since 1970. Whether it's your home, auto or business, we are a trusted choice, independent agency with access to all the products you need to keep you protected. And there's no better feeling than that. Our customers are like family. We get to know your situation and match your needs for our best and most affordable insurance options. Whether you are new to Sioux Falls or a long-time resident, Corey Insurance is your trusted choice. And Brian, we've carried on the tradition of supporting the local community in a wide variety of activities. We live in the best part of the world, and we want to make sure it stays that way for you. We're Corey Insurance, coverage, commitment, and value since 1970. Call us at 605 336 or check out our website at coreyinsurance.com. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Rams, Hussett Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And I guarantee you I'll be stopping at Arby's over the weekend because uh, it's a three-day weekend. We'll have a best-of show on Monday, and I'll be back live in the studio on Tuesday. And uh, so, yeah, when I'm out and about, I'm definitely going to be stopping by Arby's because they've got the meats. And they've got the treats. I'll also be taking advantage of my great life membership at least uh, a couple of those days playing. I'm going to try and play up at Madison Country Club, uh, where we had our summer skip day and raised all that money for feeding South Dakota, which was wonderful. Um, be playing at Willow Run as well on Monday, which is Labor Day. That's the plan, at least we'll see how hot it is, but uh, I, I don't think I've ever not played golf because it's too hot. Uh, but keep that in mind. Uh, have plenty of, uh, Have plenty of liquids over the weekend, not just alcohol. Drink plenty of water. It's going to be hot. Go enjoy a college football game or a high school football game tonight and tune us in tonight for Football Friday on Dakota News Now. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk Tuesday.